Are you struggling for an, an idea or a niche to focus on? I mean, after all, you've heard that the riches are in the niches, right? And yet here you are still trying to narrow it down. Would you like five of the best money generating uh, niches or topics for your content, be it a blog, a podcast, YouTube videos, or any other content? Would you like it? Of course you would. Stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another dose of money-generating niche learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And as most of you know, I've been in the coaching course creation online space since like the 90s. And yet here I am still learning. But I think more importantly, the real question is, who are you? And I believe the answer to that, my friend, is infinitely more important because I believe you are a driven entrepreneur or perhaps even an infopreneur that's here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start learning with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results. Very important to get those results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And one of the greatest ways to build that empire into everything it deserves to be is by having uh, a good topic, a good niche to narrow in on. And here's the thing about what I'm about to share with you. I'm not going to hit you with anything groundbreaking. I am not about to come here and tell you something you don't already know. Well, uh, then again, maybe I am. Because the topics I'm going to share with you that are some of the best money-generating topics in the blogosphere, in YouTube, in podcasting, in anything you do online, it's not a mystery. Most people know it. Okay, okay, I know I can hear you right now. Well, just tell me what the heck it is then, Tracy. So here we go. Money-making topic number one. Here it comes. Health. Yeah. The health and fitness industry is growing minute by minute by minute, and it's worth billions of dollars to anyone who can step their foot into it. And you, my friend, can carve out your own niche that can, if you really wanted to, it can make you rich. Um, I've seen lots of people do it. Um, I have dabbled a little bit in it. It's not something I'm super passionate about. From communicating the, the, the content piece, right? I am passionate about taking care of myself, but sharing that content out with others, it, it's not where I shine the best. My wife, on the other hand, oh my God, she's amazing at this stuff and helps me stay a whole lot fitter than I would be right now at 59 years of age. So if it's something you're passionate about, dig into it. And here's where I would go. I would not just say, hey, here's how you lose weight or hey, here's how you get fit because every bloody buddy is doing that. 
you need to narrow it down. Maybe it's something that you are, right? Hey, are you a 59-year-old man from corporate America who would like to learn how to lose that last bit of that spare tire that's hanging around your belt line? Yeah, that's niche, right? That's narrowed it down. I've just narrowed that down to older guys from corporate America who are probably sitting around on their bums quite a bit who have just a little bit of extra, right? Not a lot. I'm not saying they're fat. I'm just saying they have a little bit extra. And those that resonate with that will raise their hand and they'll come check you out, right? So whatever it is you were at the beginning of your fitness journey, beginning of your health journey, is who you should probably start with. You know, maybe you're a mom who just had a baby or you were a mom that just had a baby and you are trying to shed that last few dang name few pounds that just keep hanging on right i say i hear that one quite a bit all right so i beat that one up topic number two cash money we all want it yeah let's face it people either want money or they want more money <laughs> just gonna say it like i say right um they're interested in either saving money making money investing money and all of those can be very profitable to the right YouTuber, to the right blogger, to the right podcaster. And there's a whole realm of people out there that can come at this from different angles. I mean, you can be into crypto, right? There's a whole new angle we've seen over the past decade or so. Uh, you could be into investments. Uh, it could be into real estate, right? Uh, a friend of mine who was very successful and had multiple locations in, in her business stepped into real estate and is enjoying the heck out of it. Did it mean she stopped her other business? Heck no. Those businesses are still running strong and she has people in, in charge running those individual locations so that she can continue to uh, travel down her entrepreneurial path now in the real estate industry. Uh, maybe you know all about investing. Maybe you know about budgeting, right? For the household, for the average Joe and Schmo, right? Your mom and dad that's out there, how do you balance a budget for your household, especially in these times that we're starting to face right now? You could get all the way down to there and say, hey, are you a newly married couple, right, on a shoestring budget, but you still want to buy a home? It's possible. And maybe you know how to teach them how to do that. And you can share a lot of that goodness on your blog, in your videos, in your podcast, right? And then maybe create a course around it. <laughs> you knew I was going to come off with a, a course angle in there somewhere. Okay. So there, again, money uh, is a big topic. Everyone either wants money or they want more money. There you go. So topic number three, food. <laughs> now this is what I am passionate about. Food is, well, let's say it's always relevant and it's always in demand. And guess what? Here's the thing. While not everybody is interested in staying fit, and not everybody is interested in learning about uh, frugal savings, and not everybody is interested in good health, everybody eats. <laughs> they just do. Everybody eats. So you can promote food-related products. You could get sponsors. Heck, you could even hold your own cooking classes. And according to Rank a uh, Rank IQ, yeah, according to Rank IQ. Food bloggers consistently make the highest median income. Yeah. So if you dig food, man, get out there. I mean, when I was younger, when I was in my teens and 20s, nobody snapped pics 
of their food that they were eating, either with their camera or their phone, unless they were, you know, doing a photo shoot for a food magazine. Nowadays, you see people doing it all the time. Everyone's kind of interested in food at different levels, right? Somebody wants to learn how to cook. Someone wants to learn where the best burgers in Milwaukee are. Someone wants to learn how to make the best burger in Milwaukee, right? It's just, you, there's all these different variants you can do. And you can maybe even combine a couple of them, right? Let's combine health and food. Let's combine money and food. How to make the best meals that will keep you fit on a budget. That's one of the first things I hear when it comes to food and fitness as I combine these two is people are like, man, I just can't afford to eat right, right? Meanwhile, you know, they're going to McDonald's or Burger King or any one of the other national chain restaurants are out there. And who knows what's in that food? And I'm not saying there is anything in it, but there are clues that say there might be. Um, but if you look at all the people that frequently go to any one of those fast food chains, you probably don't see many six packs coming in and out of there. I'm just saying, right? I'm just going to put that out there and let that dangle in front of you, hover in your ear, and then you process it on your own. So in the meantime, if you're very interested in food, maybe you're just learning to cook and you want to take people on the journey. There's lots of people that want to learn how to cook, maybe cook on a budget, maybe cook crazy cool meals, maybe just make something once or twice um, a week to pull their family together at the dinner table and reconnect. Whatever it is, you can go from all these different angles. Food is definitely a profitable niche. Number four, another one that I enjoy, enjoy less than uh, now, because uh, there's so much to see around here, I know. Just go ahead and tell me what it is, Tracy. All right, number four, travel. Yeah, who doesn't dream of traveling away from it all? Ah, right? Uh, with travel, there's always something new to write about, something new to see, something new to talk about, something new to experience, and you can even do it all while traveling yourself, right? Monetize it with advertising, collaborate with brands, get together with the travel industries in different locales. Um, most of your big cities, uh, some of the states, will have some sort of tourist uh, industry, some sort of tourist, uh, the word is escaping me, um, organization with a budget to spend. Yeah, maybe you keep seeing this ad about visit Missouri or visit Colorado. We'll reach out to whoever's doing that advertising and say, hey, if I came out there and showed some of the great things that are going on in your state, would you sponsor my blog for a month or, or whatever it takes? Yeah, you could even um, promote some high ticket affiliate programs or some of them out there that are in the travel industry. There you go. So you could get your travel paid for, most likely, and enjoy the process at the same time. So you can be like one of those pictures you've seen on those blogs. Where there's a person sitting there sipping some sort of fruity cocktail on a white sand beach, or maybe sitting on one of those tiny houses on the uh, in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains. Just the, the whole thing ranges. Here's a unique one. I'm going to create a travel blog about the most unique Airbnbs that are out there. <gasps> Think about that for just for a moment, would you? There are a number of very unique B&Bs out there, Airbnbs. Let's, let's stick with Airbnb for just for a moment. If you reached out to the owners of those unique Airbnbs that are around there, do you think they would want their locale 
their location, their unique little uh, stay overnight place advertised? Heck yeah, they're probably paying to do it. And if you have a blog that does that, you feel me on this? All right. Your imagination is the, the limit when it comes to any of these topics. Okay. And maybe that's your niche. You know, Airbnb travel, right? Or couch surfing. I, I, I remember seeing a, a couch surfing, someone who couch surfed all the way across, I believe it was Europe, in a book that I read. Anyway, so just again. You, you, your mind gets to go crazy and trust me there are some unique airbnbs one of the ladies i'm trying to get on the podcast has five of them and they're all ones like a spaceship one is like shaped like a dog it's crazy i'm telling you they're out there anyway go for it and last but not least is the topic of your passion whatever it is right man and you've heard me say this in just little tongue-in-cheek maybe you enjoy licking drywall I don't know if there's a market out there for it, but it's definitely niche, right? There's a ton of blog, video, podcast niches that can be monetized through an array of products, affiliate products, advertising, and, and so forth. Heck, you could probably get the folks that come on to your video cast or your podcast or your blog to pay you um, via their their marketing funds that they would use to pay for their advertising anyway. The key here is to find something that you are really passionate about, right? And, and, and here's the key, this is why I don't think the drywall one would work. Yeah, you might be really passionate about drywall, but is there an audience that will pay for the content, pay for the products, and pay for the services in that arena? Yeah, not sure there's a whole lot of them that will pay for the drywall piece, but, you know, maybe it makes for a, a funny video, right? Now, you don't have to be super passionate about whatever niche you choose. Um, but here's the thing. But wait a minute, Tracy. You just said my passion is number five on your list. Well, yeah, it's true. Now, you don't have to be super passionate about it. But here's what I find. You'll find it far easier to sustain your blog, your video, your podcast, whatever medium you're choosing to share your niche in, you'll find it far easier to get over the hurdles, to crack through the barriers, to dig under the walls that are going to be placed in your uh, in, in between you and your goal, which is probably earning some money with it, right? So being passionate about the topic will help you get over, under, and through all of that, you'll find it far easier to sustain your blog with the great new content that you find yourself because you're so interested in it. And when you find that next interesting piece of content, it like it lights you up. You can just feel it. You're like, oh my God, I have to share this with everybody, right? Oh man, can you feel the energy I'm sharing right now? I hope so. All right, so this is what, this is what I'm passionate about is, is helping other folks. And Here's here's a here's a great example. I always try to say, you know, hey, tell tell the story with stories. Um, I once stumbled across as I'm to, who knows perusing the interwebs, as some folks call them. Um, I once stumbled across someone who was making a tidy little sum with a monthly newsletter that focused on get this arrowheads. Yeah, that's it, just arrowheads. Now he he ran a blog. To feed the subscribers uh, with 
was valuable content. He didn't do anything video. It was all written with some photos. Uh, I believe there may have been one or two videos where he was finding things, but, you know, that's stumbled across. Anyway, um, so there may be more there that I didn't dig into because I'm not passionate about arrowheads, but clearly he was. But anyway, back to my example here. He ran a blog that brought people in from across, you know, people were searching whatever uh, keywords that would be arrowhead focused would bring him to his blog. And then he would offer them this valuable content. And at the end of that content, he would offer them a paid newsletter. And then in time, he ended up making a full-time income because A, he loved arrowheads for whatever reason, right? Maybe it's part of his heritage. And two, his audience was just as passionate about the topic as he was. And they were willing, willing and able to pay for the content that he was creating in that newsletter. And when you say, you might be out there thinking, well, people aren't willing to pay for the content on my passion. Think about this. You're out there, first off, A, you probably have a whole wealth of information um, that they haven't collected yet already, be it from your book readings, your personal experience, maybe it's on the job experience, your life experience alone, right? They have, they don't have it yet. If you're like me and you know, you're almost six decades on this big blue spinning globe, you got a wealth of experience that those in their 20s and 30s haven't experienced yet. I'm using the word experience way too many times. So you can leverage that and you keep, because you're passionate about it, you keep on searching for more experience, more information, more ways to do things, to keep adding to it now. Because A, you have a wealth of experience from the past and B, because you keep getting more experience, you could help people save time. And trust me, people usually pay for a product for one of two reasons, to save time or to save money. Now, wait a minute, you mean they're going to spend money to save money? Yeah, think about this. Uh, if you're in the business industry and you come to someone and say, hey, my piece of software will allow you to cut your headcount by two people, they'll be like, oh, how would you do that? Well, it does this and it does this and does that. So what would normally take 10 people to do now could take seven or eight. Well, gosh, at how much does it cost? And they tell you tell them and they're like, well, wow, that's cheaper than a headcount of one person. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's beneficial. It would save them money. The other thing is saving folks time. If someone, if your information, your experience, your content helps them get from point A to point B, in a far shorter period of time than 60 years, like I said, I've been around in this big blue spinning globe, often they're willing to pay for it. They're like, wait a minute, you built that course. I want to build a course just like that. And I've been crunching away at it. I've been stumbling and bumbling and falling and face planting. And you're saying you can get me to zero to a completed course with folks interested in buying in 30 days? Yes, I, yeah, yes, I can. They're like, here, take my money, please. Because they see the value in all that time savings. If they can stop roaming around the halls of the internet, roaming around YouTube and getting a little piece of information here and a little piece of information there and a little piece of information there and one tells them to go this way and do that, another one tells them to go this way and go do that. What generally happens in scenarios like that, and I'm off on a little bit of a tangent, bear with me, is they get that first piece of information, they start going down that path, and they hit that first obstacle, right? 
And when they hit that first obstacle, oh, they're like, man, how do I get past this? And rather than being passionate and gutting it out and, and just grinding through it, they start, inf- start information seeking again. And as they information seek, they start going down a different path. So they start going this way, then they're going to the right, then they're going to the left, then they're going backwards, then they're going forward again. And they're just like this, right? All over the place. Where if you can share with them a content and a method and a strategy and, and information that keeps them, all right, I'm going to go right here. And Tracy warned me that, oh, right there, I'm going to hit a wall. And here's how I get through it. And he gave me two, three, four, five ways to get through it around it, uh, depending on um, what strategy, what type of content. You, know, you can offer them all these solutions to their problems. That, my friend, they're willing to pay for, whether they're using health money, food, travel, or any one of your passions as a niche topic for your podcast, for your blog, for your vlog, for your YouTube, for your Instagram reels, whatever platform you're sharing and monetizing your content on. All right. All right. I've babbled a little bit there as I got into that story, but I wanted to be sure to share with you why I believe these five will work for you and why the passion piece of it is the one you really want to grab onto and share with your audience. All right. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 